Hello everyone, welcome to Charmise's podcast show. This is Charmise. Today is November 28th, 2021, Sunday. And today's topic is new wine means new wine skins. I'm going to go straight into Luke 5:36 to 39 in the King James Version of the Bible. And it says, And he spoke also a parable unto them. No man putteth a piece of a new garment upon an old. If otherwise, then both the new maketh a rent, and the piece that was taken out of the new agreeeth not with the old. And no man putteth new wine into old bottles, else the new wine will burst the bottles and be spilled, and the bottles shall perish. But new wine must be put into new bottles, and both are preserved. No man also having drunk old wine straightly desireth new, for he saith the old is better. So I want to emphasize on scriptures 37, 38, and 39. It speaks about the new wine and the old wine. Okay, the new wine is the new teachings of Jesus and all its freshness, originality, and power. And the wineskins, the men who are to receive from the master, the great principle of his doctrine, such as the disciples of Christ were and sinners called to repentance are, who are renewed by the spirit and grace of God, and these are filled with spiritual joy and comfort as with new wine, arising from discoveries of the love of God, a view of interest in the blessings of the covenant, and an application of gospel truths and promises. And both are preserved, both be the new ones who are preserved unto the kingdom and glory of Christ. And the grace that is put into them, which is the well of living water, springing up to everlasting life, as well as the gospel and its blessings. This is coming out of the pulpit commentary and also from Gill's exposition of the entire Bible. Now the old bottles are old and frail which have been in long use and nearly worn out are in the habit of getting seamed and cracked <clears throat> old wine increases its strength and flavor and its mildness and mellowness by age and so the old is preferable so if you have always had the old wine the new wine you would not be readily to drink because of the quiet taste of the old Old wine represents the prejudiced representatives of a worn-out religious school. Pharisees didn't understand and wanted to stay in the religious duties of the ceremonial law. So they didn't want to accept the new. They wanted to be stuck in the old. Now, I want to go a little bit deeper into... the wine what it means you know how it's processed all the above so wine in the bible was used as a symbol of blessing and judgment now here's a scripture on the blessing which is Ecclesiastes 9 7 go thy way eat thy bread with joy and drink thy wine with a merry heart for God now saith that thy works Scripture on judgment, Ephesians 5.18. And be not drunk with wine. We're in access, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. So it's kind of a warning. 
Now, oinos means wine in Greek, which implies fermentation. I'm going to go into the process of fermentation. Okay. It's all written down here. Okay. So, grapes don't ripen once they're picked, so they got to be picked at the right moment. Now, ripe means having mature knowledge, understanding, or judgment. That's one of the definitions of ripe. After being picked, the grapes are crushed or squeezed, which makes juice and seeds. It turns grape juice into an alcoholic beverage. During the fermentation, yeast transforms sugar, sugars present in the juice into ethanol and carbon dioxide. Did you know that the seeds from the wine grapes promote healing to your heart? I didn't know that until I read deeper into it. Now, the grape seed abstract, which is made from the seeds of wine grapes, is promoted as a dietary supplement for various conditions, including venous insufficiency, when veins have problems sending blood from the legs back to the heart, promoting wound healing and reducing inflammation. Now, the Bible says in scriptures, uh, 1 Timothy 5.23, Drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake, and thine often affirmities. So that's confirmation how wine brings healing to the body. Now... I just want to speak about how we have a perspective on things. Sometimes we can act like the Pharisees in the sense that we don't want to try something new because we're used to the old. We change our perspective and we will see that whatever the Lord is asking us to let go of and take a different path to is going to be for our best. Whatever the Lord is going to bless you with is going to be more than enough. Scripture 2, well, 2 Corinthians 9, 8 says, And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. So that's from the ESV version of the Bible. So we have to put our trust in the Lord and be ready for the new. Because God is doing a new thing. He's bringing us to a new level. He wants us to be prosperous and blessed and walk in righteousness and godliness and to be a blessing to others. So we have to receive that and don't don't uh, quench from that. That was my in case y'all might have heard it on here. I do my prayer sometimes at 12 o'clock midnight. But anyway, I'm back to what I was saying. He doesn't want you to quench the, the Holy Spirit. He doesn't want you to quench whatever he's asking you to do. And so, just do it. Step out on faith and just do it. Don't be reluctant to do it because that's disobedience. And just do whatever he's asking you to do because it's all for your good. Like Jeremiah 29 11 says, He knows the plans that He has for you, 
plans to prosper you and not to harm you. I hope this has encouraged someone today. Go back and read the scriptures. And before I leave off this podcast, I want to share my poem that I wrote. But I also would like you to share this podcast to someone. So it could be a source of encouragement to them or just for yourself. Um, But please share this. And I'm going to go into uh, my poem that I wrote, which is called Struggling to Believe. Lord, I've been crying out to you time and time again, hoping you could hear my prayers. I'm not seeing anything happening and I'm becoming scared. Is it ever really going to happen? Did you forget about me? Have I sinned so much against you that I've moved beyond iniquity? Can you even save someone like me and change my life around? I say one thing out of my mouth and do the total opposite of what I say. Lord, can you hear me? Can I be found? Now this is the Lord speaking back to me. I've seen all the tears that you cry. I watched you cry every single one. Not one tear has been shed in vain. The battle has already been won. I hear all your prayers and I'm moving although you cannot see. I'm birthing your gifts and I'm calling you forth for me. There's no sin that you can... I'm sorry. There's no sin that can keep me from bringing my word to pass. It's already been done before you ever ask. What I have for you is bigger than you and far beyond your wildest dreams. I have a miracle with your name on it and you will taste and see. I'm not like man that I should lie. When I say it, I keep my promises and watch over them as they reside. The struggle is over. Leave everything up to me. Trust what I've spoken as I bless you suddenly. This is written by Charmish Jones. I have to say that for copyright reasons. I hope this has encouraged someone today. Please tune in to the next podcast. Remember, be blessed to be a blessing. Have a blessed, joyous, and rest of your day. Bye.